Welcome back to another episode of the Morning Skate Without Ked, uh, the uh, All Boston podcast we like to call them. Uh, I'm once again hosting a Northeastern based podcast. We are joined with uh, Associate Head Coach Nick Carpenino ahead of tomorrow's game uh, versus Yale. That's Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. at Yale. Uh, the number four seed host to the number five seed Northeastern Huskies. Uh, Coach Carp, how are you? Hello, Brownie. How are you today? I'm I'm pretty good. It's weird at, with these uh, early morning ones. With I know. You and I. <laughs> I'm a hotel early morning, but no kids. So yeah. <laughs> so go. the day before the game, what do you have? Like, give us like a behind the scenes. What's like uh, your your schedule roughly look like? Yeah. So today today's a little bit uh, different than than what we typically do when we travel. Um, usually, we actually would uh, would come here. If it was regular season and we played <clears throat> tomorrow, um, we would we would probably be practicing at Matthews today and then uh, coming down tonight. Um, but just to get a little bit more acclimated, and uh, we're also going to practice on on Yale's ice sheet today. Um, we came down last night. Um, breakfast, lunch, practice, dinner. That's it. NHL lifestyle. <laughs> So you guys would go practice at Matthews and head down even if, with the three o'clock start. Yeah, just because okay. it's the night before. Yeah, okay. I mean we're, there are days where we have a three o'clock game in Providence and we'll just go down at ten. You know, it's oh, only okay. an hour and a half drive. So, um, but for usually like two hours, two hours, two and a half hours plus, we'll we'll go down the day before. So when we play Vermont, when we play uh, Maine, um, we went out to Nashville. We went out a couple of days early. So. Um, yeah, we do a little bit. We do a little bit of everything depending on the situation. Little team bonding dinners and such. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice. we had a nice. We had a nice dinner last night. It was good. Very nice. Very this nice. This one was on the NCAA though. Oh, even so, order away. Yes, sir. That's it. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about Yale. They um, in looking at them, they're built kind of similarly similarly to. Oh, that was tough. To, tough. to you guys, um, they got a top. Uh, top unit, a couple of solid D, and a very good goalie. Yeah, uh, they're like a mirror image, just a little bit younger overall. I would say. Yeah, I mean they're three really good lines, three good pairs of D, solid goaltending. Their their goalie's the only other one that was in the Patty Kasmeyer top ten. Yeah, she was top um, ten. Yeah, so um, very very well coached. Uh, Coach Balding, he's he's in Coach Coach Kimball. Um, they're both unbelievable guys. I've known them both for, for a long time. Mark was actually, uh, Mark Bolding, the head coach was actually at Norwich when I was at Elmira. So I saw him for a couple of years when I first got my start. Um, and then Grant, um, he was at, he was at Vermont for a couple of years. So, so we, we played him, um, when he was there a little bit. Um, but two great hockey minds or their team is so disciplined. If you watch it on film, like they run their systems to a T and, um, they work. They work really hard for them. Their players. So, um, I think our makeups are, are pretty similar. It's going to come down to who takes care of the puck the best and uh, who's able to capitalize when the other team makes mistakes. Oh, it's interesting to have that. So they're a little bit of a counterpunch team. Big time, uh, yeah. The way they the way they um, go at it. Does that affect what you guys are are looking to do, or do you just play your game and just aware of the? of their quick strike the other way on any mistake. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're definitely 
we're going to be aware of it. I think every game we play, like we want to, we want to make sure we're taking care of the puck as, as well as we can. Um, I think, you know, a, a key for them besides the, the blue line turnovers is just taking away their time and space because their transition game is so good, you know, so staying up on them in the neutral zone, not giving them, not giving them an opportunity to gather ahead of steam uh, to attack with possession uh, when they enter the zone. Um, you know, in our own zone, just making sure that we don't give their skilled players a, an inch to make a, a quality play, kind of force them to make a decision before they're comfortable to do it. And that's how you hopefully create uh, some of those mistakes that we're going to try and capitalize on. In watching film, you guys only had three common opponents, Princeton, BU, and uh, Cornell. Is those, yeah. Are those the games that you focus on because you're somewhat familiar with the other teams, or do you just kind of pick and choose which game films? Yeah, well, I mean, we'll kind of pick and choose. I think in, in total we watched probably six or seven games. Um, you know, we watch games where, you know, they might have struggled a little bit. We watch games where they where they excelled. Um, you know, we watch tight games. Um, kind of see what their, what their processes are as far as rolling out lines in close games. Um, you know, what's their six on five, which they didn't really have many of those this year because they, they had, I think, three losses all season. Yeah, uh, one of them was a six on four at the end of the Colgate game. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see if we can try and find teams that have similar similar uh, approaches that we do. See how they counteract that, and um, you know, just kind of fingers crossed that we have a pretty good idea on on how they're going to come at us, and and you know, try and develop a game plan to counteract that. Uh, any, I mean, you don't need to share it if it's not it's something that you don't, you don't feel comfortable with any, any lineup changes, any, any adjustments that you uh, guys are just kind of rolling with what you had coming in? Yeah, well, I think we'll, we'll roll with what we had. Um, I mean, we have, we'll spot, uh, our, our fourth line players are, are really good. So we'll, we'll spot them throughout the course of the lineup, um, just to kind of give, give lines one through three, a little bit, uh, I guess uh, a little bit of time to kind of build up um, and develop some chemistry within the game. Um, but there's no, no real changes. I think our, our offensive, uh, our offensive zone will be pretty similar. Our D zone, I mean, we're, we're going to preach a little bit more of an aggressive nature just to take away that time and space, but that's not really a, a big change from what we've done in the past. So, um, I think it's more about maintaining the game that we we play typically, but also just being aware of you know what what they like to do to to create, and hopefully shutting that down. So you guys come off the Hockey East Championship. Yale comes off a loss in double overtime in the ECAC, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you guys end up with the lower seed. Is there a little bit of the no respect card getting played? Yeah, I mean. It's an interesting year. Like, um, like we we had a great year, um, but you know, there's definitely a little bit of a chip on on everybody's shoulder here because I, I think that we we uh, aren't necessarily getting the the respect that we feel um, you know we we deserve. But um, you know, there's systems in place, and you know, we we kind of figured that this would be close to where we would end up, and. Um, you know, we're in an interesting situation where we were in previous years where I don't think I don't think the target's as big on our back in this as, as it has been in the past just because of where we, we set up. But, 
you know, we've, we've certainly got a lot to prove and hopefully, uh, hopefully we can make it happen. I really, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say. It's a one game elimination and right. we, you know, we know who we're looking at uh, over there, their top line that uh, Emma sites on defense and the, mm-hmm. and the goalie um, just a solid unit. Um, I just, I didn't know if it was more of a, you know, a preach of just continue to play our game or if it's our, right, yeah, continue to play our game, but watch out for ABC, you know, yeah, that kind that's of thing. probably, that's more, more of a, what it is is just making sure that they're aware of, of their tendencies and um but we don't want to change too much because it's been working for us pretty well throughout the course of this year okay that's really all i had for you in the game i think the people have really tuned in for your uh for your edition of the lightning round the the coach carp specific lightning round <laughs> fired up <laughs> uh i had murphy on and uh i gotta say she uh it was tough dealing with the valedictorian. I'm much more comfortable talking with you. I told yeah. her, I think you may be the smartest guest we've ever had on the podcast. Yeah. I'm way dumber <laughs> for sure. She did. Uh, she did mention the speedy thing. She oh yeah. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. She got a chuckle out of that one. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. We'll, we'll jump right in your favorite vehicle you've ever owned. Oh, uh, probably my Tacoma. Okay. Yeah. I love my car right now, but if I had to, if it wasn't the current car I had, it would be my first car, which was a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Remember those, like the old ones that looked like a, a the wood paneling. No, no, no. It wasn't that old. It was uh, it was a Jeep. I think it was a '98 Jeep uh, Cherokee Sport, and it was the one that looked like a soapbox derby car. It was just like oh, okay. just like boxed out. Yeah, I love not that. aerodynamic. <laughs> no, no, no. Definitely not. Uh, besides coaching, favorite and least favorite jobs. Oh boy. Don't get yourself in trouble. Don't say no. Like. I won't. <laughs> One of my favorite jobs was uh, I worked with a guy that did office installations, like uh, cubicles and desks and stuff like that. That was pretty fun because uh, I like uh, I like adult Legos like that. That's what I call it. Yeah. Like I like putting stuff together. My least favorite. That's tough. I don't really. I mean, I used to ref a lot. Sometimes. Sometimes the games I refed were my least favorite. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> mostly it was self and mostly it was self inflicted, but um, yeah, maybe that. Okay. Uh, pick your entrance music. Oh God! Every time you walk in a room for the next year, this music plays. Every time. <laughs> um, tear it up by Queen. Okay. I like that one. That's a great song. Uh, this one boggled my daughter's mind because i was reading them to her would you rather f- fight a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses that's hilarious because we actually talked about that on the bus uh coming back from uh it might have been vermont oh, that's excellent yeah because we saw that a lot uh mine would probably be just with the webbed feet i think i can maneuver around it would be the horse-sized duck and it's still got to have hollow bones Right, I would exactly. think. Yeah, uh, you if you could live, much. right, right. If you could live, and they don't have teeth. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you choose? Uh, I love Vancouver Island. Okay, it's yeah, a good one. I love it. Yeah, it's beautiful out there. I love it out there. What is a skill you don't possess but would love to master? Guitar. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, greatest athletic achievement you've ever accomplished is an individual or as a player on a team. 
seven goals against Newton South to clinch playoffs in high school in high school lacrosse championships. Nice, buddy. That good? I like that one. That's good. <laughs> I like that one. I set you up for that perfectly. Uh, <laughs> I wish we could edit in glory days right there. Glory um, days, hundred percent. What's your uh, what's your favorite soup? Oh, uh, French onion. And what's your least favorite food? Straight up tomatoes, but I'll eat like tomato sauce and ketchup and I'll, like okay. it's weird. Yeah. Uh, sticking with food. What's your favorite grocery store chain? Wegmans. Wegmans. Okay. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Outside of hockey, what pro sport would you pick to be successful at? Um, soccer. Really? Yeah, I love soccer. Really? I played it when I was in high school. Yeah, um, right. but Seems that's like a lot of work. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to work hard to be successful at it, or you just you just get it. It's an open-ended question, buddy. It's open to your yeah. interpretation. Soccer seems like a lot of fun. It's a pretty big deal. It okay. would have to be like a like a European team or something like that, though, like a crazy a Premier League or something. Step out on the pitch, yeah. Um, would you rather go vegan or have to hunt or fish for all your meat? Wow, that's a great question. Probably Imagine your life fishing. now and, and yeah. al allocating time to go hunting or fishing yeah. to sustain yourself. I think it, it would depend on where I'm at. Like if it's right now, national tournament, I'm going vegan 100%. So I can just <laughs> pop over to the store. Yeah, but, right, right, right. Yeah. And if I didn't have a lot going on, I'd go hunting and fishing. I don't mind that. You don't think you and you and Coach Burma would be out there bow hunting and then skinning stuff, hanging up in the hotel? It has to be a bow. Out. It has to be a bow, no. too. No, you, you can do whatever you want. Team. Just a quick hunt in the, the woods in New Haven over here. Yeah. For <laughs> uh, would you rather spend five years in jail or 10 years in a coma? Five years in jail. I did not explain that one to my daughter. No. Um, can you do any accents and you're going to have to prove it? I can't. I don't think. No, it's fine. Yeah, I didn't want yeah. you to be like, oh, I can do a spot on Australian. And I'd be like, no. do it. And you'd be like, you know. No, I couldn't. Uh, all right. Would you? This was the hardest question out of all these for my daughter. Would you rather have wings, a prehensile tail, or the ability to breathe underwater? Probably wings. Okay. Yeah. Fly around. Yeah. Skip skip the security line at the airport. That'd be good. <laughs> uh, if you were arrested, what would your family or friends think was was the charge? Oh God. Or NCAA broadcast. Yeah. I mean, I would never do this, but I was pretty I was pretty aggressive as a player, so maybe like assault. Yeah. That's uh, the only thing oh. I think of. Who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody and your name came up and I told them about the pickle juice and they were like, No, that's a common thing now with high school players. I was like, Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, it is now. Yeah, uh, you started it. I think. Uh, cats or dogs? Dogs. Okay. 100%. What what type of dog would you be if you had to be a dog? Uh, a husky. All right. Oh, good one. I didn't even think of that. Know. Uh, give me your top three teammates of all time. Any sport, any level. Teammates? Robbie Trainer. Uh, boy. 
probably Mike Diorio from college. He's in Mass, or uh, he's with Bridgewater Bandits now. He's a great guy. Um, oh boy, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I had a buddy back in in uh, Pee Wee hockey. His name was Tommy Mulcahy, and he was uh, he was really really tough. But I think he was a great teammate to have because if anybody messed around with you, they were going to get Tommy Mulcahy for sure. So nice. that's probably a good one. Uh, TV show that you're embarrassed to admit that you watched and liked? Uh, I don't know if I'm embarrassed to admit it, but uh, I watch Bluey constantly. Oh, I actually kind of like Bluey. Yeah, it's really good. So um, I don't know if that's a great answer. No, it's Marvelous right. Mrs. Maisel's unbelievable. You ever seen that? I have not, but I found out my uh, my cousin's son. So that's like my second cousin, I guess. Yeah, is a uh, is in charge of the wardrobe or part of the wardrobe team for that show. Yeah, that's a great show. I don't know if I'm embarrassed. Right. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, would you rather give up ice cream or bacon? Bacon. And what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Um, Cherry Garcia, Ben and Jerry's. Okay. Yeah. Um, you could pick one superpower. What would it be? Mind reading. Oh, that's Is good. That a one. Superpower. I would think so. I mean, you're yeah. talking shit mind reading, not like some circus type trick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you go to the movies. What's your concession stand order? Uh. Like Twizzlers and a bottle of water. Okay. Yeah. Uh, your favorite conspiracy theory? My favorite? I think they're all insane. Um, you got to have one that's like a favorite, you know? Always makes you laugh or always you're like, oh, that does make sense. You know, I was reading the other day that people think that, oh, you know what is the the wildest one, I think? Uh, is the flat earth. Oh, Yeah. My yeah. daughter was asking me about that in the ride home yesterday. She's like, people used yeah. to think the earth is flat. I'm like, people still do. Yeah. 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 I saw a video the other day about some some flat earth uh, believer that did like an experiment to prove the earth was flat. And then he accidentally proved that it was round. And it made me laugh. <laughs> was it Kyrie Irving? <laughs> it wasn't Kyrie. No. Um, if you had Doc Brown's DeLorean, where are you going first? Oh, Um Probably 1975, so I can be old enough to watch the 80s Bruins and understand what's going on. Oh, good one. Good one. All right, last one. Yeah. Who would play you in a movie about your life and who plays oh, your I'm wife? Oh, I'm sorry, the 70, sorry, 65, so I can see the 70s Bruins. Oh, the my 70 bad. Bruins. Yeah, Bobby yeah, Orr. Yeah, the 80s. big bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what's yeah. funny? I got a lot of grief for this. I did at one point, I did a blog with my own top 100 players. Like my personal pick, yeah, right. I saw that, and then Bobby Orr wasn't on there. Derek Sanderson wasn't on there. As much as I love the highlights, I never saw him play. And so many people came at me like, "You're the Bruins writer. You don't have Bobby Orr on here." I'm like, "Read the first paragraph." I never saw them play. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. You got the highlights, been. but yeah, that would be that would have been a real treat to see those guys play live. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. All right. So, who would play you in a movie about your life, and who plays your wife? God, these are hard hitting questions, man. 
I'm saving this one because I'm going to start sprinkling these in. Like if I get, like, let's say next year, Katie Knoll comes back on the podcast. I got to sprinkle in some new ones, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess my, a lot of people say that my profile, like the profile of my face has Adam Sandler-esque features, oh, which okay. I don't know if that is hurtful or nice, but. Um, Buddy, I well, get Seth Rogen constantly, so. Yeah. <laughs> count, Not, count, count your lucky stars there. <laughs> yeah. No, so I'd, I'd go him. And then. Okay. Uh, this is the wife, most dangerous question on the my, entire interview. My wife, beautiful woman, brown eyes, brown hair, probably Emma Watson, as long as she can throw together an American accent. Yeah, I think she I think she probably could. Or your yeah. wife can start doing a British one. So one or the yeah, other. There you go. Yeah. One or the other. Well, thanks, buddy. Yeah. That was easy. That's it. Yeah. I like that. I, I, so so tomorrow we're we're uh I have no idea what time it is right now. It's like 1030. So 1030, we're like yeah. 24. Oh, I'm not gonna do that math. We're roughly a day away from Puck Drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna try to do that math quickly. Uh ESPN plus. I think so. If you Should if you be. go to our, our Twitter account before the game, if you go to it, um go and you go and you w hockey. Um our Delaney will oh she always posts a, a watch link so people will be able yep. to tune in from there. I will be in the building because uh, there's no snow in the forecast, so I'll be able to shoot down. Um, look, looking forward to it. A nice long run with this is the first step. Uh, yep. And you Huskies at Yale Bulldogs. Are they the Bulldogs? Bulldogs, yep. At Yale Bulldogs tomorrow afternoon. Uh, once again, we want to thank Coach Carp for coming on. Uh, please stay tuned for the Maureen Murphy part of this uh, podcast. And hashtag Allen Huskies. Alan Huskies. That's it. All right. Thanks, Carp. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Morning Skate. We have another solo brownie production of another Northeastern podcast. We are joined by an All-American, three-time Hockey East All-Star, two-time New England Hockey Writers All-Star, five-time Hockey East All-Star, all academic, a top 10 finalist for the Patty Kaz, 2023 Beanpot Tourney MVP, Hockey East All-Rookie Team, the seventh player award as a freshman at Providence College, the offensive player of the year as a sophomore at Providence College, USA U22 Women's Select Team, senior year at Northeastern, led the NCAA in goals, hat tricks, and power play goals, Exactly right now is sitting at exactly 84 games played for both Providence College and Northeastern uh, with a career stat line of 104, 105, 209, which is 1.24 points per game with 48 PIMS, nine shorthanded, 23 power play and 24 game winning goals and counting will graduate with a major in health science. The third member of the 600 point line. Graduate student Maureen Murphy. Murph, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I told you it was a long intro. I have... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you earned all of it. Uh, good on you. Uh, so you guys are just wrapped up your sixth consecutive Hockey East Championship uh, with a win over Providence College, 4-1. to one. Uh, You're playing Yale on Saturday, Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock at Yale to open up the NCAA tourney. Uh, let's, let's get into it. Grew up in Buffalo, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Buffalo. Uh, how'd you get your start in hockey? Um, you know, my dad, um, just played 
not very well, but <laughs> um, when I was growing up, the Sabres were still pretty good. Um, they're getting better now, but oh yeah. Um, so I guess it was pretty big in Buffalo. Um, not for f- girls, but my dad only had girls, so he was kind of out of luck. <laughs> um, so yeah, just put me on the skates at four, and <laughs> that was it. Speaking of, don't jump around a little bit. Speaking of the Sabres, have you ever talked to uh, the men's goalie, Devin there, Levi? Have you ever spoken to him? Be like, can't wait to get you in Buffalo? <laughs> um, No, I mean, I wasn't sure like when he was going to sign and if he's going to sign. So I don't know if it's like a tough subject because obviously like he means a lot to that team. So, right. Um, and I, like, I don't know if he's going to finish his degree or what. Yeah, it, it was funny. Uh, Carp let me, Coach Carp had me, let me come to one of your practices earlier in the year. And I was waiting for him afterwards. And I saw Levi come out with like uh, one of the coaches, the assistant coaches, to shoot on him ahead of practice. And I'm like, oh, should I go up and introduce myself? My first time being allowed to practice, I get booted because I'm uh, bothering the uh, the men's team. So I neglected to. Um, so your dad was your biggest influence. Did your sister play also? Um, Like later on, but not seriously. Okay. Uh, was there a player that you kind of patterned your game after growing up? Someone that you watched or gravitated to while watching the Sabres or any other? Um, honestly, like I loved Ryan Miller. Like I wanted to be oh. a goalie so badly. <laughs> but I'm glad my dad shut that down. <laughs> well, as a Buffalo fan, I'm on the other side of it. How do you feel about that whole uh, Luchik and Miller, the big collision there when Luchik ran him over when yeah. he was out of net? Yeah, it was it was tough, but <laughs> we were joking on the podcast when they retired Miller's number. We were like, "Oh, I wonder if Luchik was got the invite or did a video message for him." But <laughs> I don't think he did. Um, we so you were a Saber fan growing up, Ryan Miller. Did you play any other sports as a kid? Um, I like dabbled with lacrosse and soccer and softball, but not super seriously. Okay, uh, Sabers fan. You said part of Bills Mafia too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now there's a team to get behind. I feel like the whole country's rooting for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite wing spot? I ask everyone from Buffalo this. Um, Elmo's. Okay. I got to keep track of these. You and Katie were giving me, Katie gave me some too. I'm like, oh, next time I'm in Buffalo, I got to check out all these places. Yeah. I mean, like the Anchor Bar is cool because like from like historically, but their wings are like below average same with like duffs um gabriel's gate in downtown is pretty good too um that wing like, nuts is getting a lot of publicity lately where wing nuts i think they're called they're at like oh. the vfw or something or the american oh. legion oh yeah they might be there but yeah i won't i honestly like won't get wings outside of buffalo <laughs> I think that's great. I have a friend who's the same way. She comes up every summer and she's like, yeah, we're not getting wings. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's just not the same. <laughs> so growing up in Buffalo, how did you find yourself? What what was the progression to get to Shattuck St. Mary's? Um, I played for like first I played boys growing up and then like slowly transitioned to girls. Um, and then uh, there was another Buffalo girl who was going to Shattuck. So that kind of like put it on the map for me. And then when I was at like a USA development camp, um, she introduced me to the coach and then 
I visited and it was like, it just worked out really fortunately. Uh, kind of a wagon over there, three-time national championship when you were there. And I had to make sure I had everything correct because I understand you were the valedictorian of your class as well. <laughs> yeah. You may be the actually smartest person that's ever been on this podcast, including hosts. <laughs> No, Lena and Chloe are definitely smarter than me. <laughs> well, right. Okay. But you, well, you got the wreck of it, the recognition of it. Um, so you played with, you played with Maddie Mills and, and Frankel, Aaron Frankel mm-hmm. at Shattuck. Um, was that, was, was Frankel, cause she's a year older than you, right? No, we're the same. I just oh, okay. like red shirted at Providence. Oh, okay. So that's why it got like weird. Yeah. Gotcha. So were you part of, uh, were there any whispers to Maddie Mills to come over for her graduate student year? Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> and you played, you played with in, at Shattuck, some, some people you play against in college, uh, Gracie Ostertag, uh, Natalie Buckbinder and, and Abigail Levy for a BC, right? Yeah, a lot. Um, there's like Brett Pettit on Wisconsin, um, Chloe Vor- or, uh, Courtney Vorster on Quinnipiac, a girl we're playing against Yale this weekend. Um, so it's it's really uh, crazy how many people. That's kind of nice, though, to see. I mean, even in, like, a beer league game, if you see someone that you used to play with, it's, you know, kind of fun, gives that little extra, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, the best three years of my, of my life, and everybody there was, you know, really good people. So it's – when I see them, like, even if it's been a while, it's like we haven't really missed a beat. But I played Maddie and I were on the same line. Oh, nice! Um, so, yeah, I was I was really hoping she would come up. <laughs> oh, it worked out. It definitely worked out. Um, and you you won the the U eighteen uh the gold over Canada over in the Czech Republic uh in two thousand seventeen. Um, what was that experience like? The the tournament and going international. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was my first real tournament experience with Team USA, but. I like did I hurt my shoulder in the first game. I like scored and then the next shift got lit up. Uh-huh. Um, so I was out um, for the rest of the tournament. I like I was still able to dress and sit on the bench, which was nice, but um, it was it was hard to you know like do everything, get over there and get hurt. Um, and then I had to miss like some shattic games when we came back. You still got the experience. Do you get to do with those tournaments? Do you get to travel at all? Do you get to see the the area a bit? Yeah, they do a nice job of like scheduling either team events and then usually have like an off day. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it was it was cool. A little different. Um, how did you end up at PC? What was that? What was it? Was it just were you Providence College the whole way? Were you looking at other schools? Um, honestly, like I was a pretty late bloomer. Like from a recruiting standpoint, like I think everybody in my Shattuck class committed with the exception of Aaron, like really early. Um, So I didn't have a ton of options. And I thought that I really wanted a smaller school um, just because Shattuck was so tiny. And Mm -hmm. um, I like loved getting to know everybody, but so I thought that was what I wanted at PC. And then I just loved the coaching staff when I visited. So I thought it was a a good fit. Okay. Um, And you, so the transfer over to Northeastern, were you talking to any other schools when you're going through the transfer portal or was it strictly Northeastern? Um, I talked to a couple Ivies, but because of COVID um, and just like transferring to an Ivy, it wasn't 
super promising. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I liked Northeastern. Just I have a lot of family in Massachusetts and then oh. New Hampshire. Like my dad and grandmother moved to New Hampshire now. So um, that was a huge plus. And then I liked being in the city and then the co-op program. Like obviously the hockey program was a huge draw, but I wanted to find a school where I could go there and not be an athlete. Like if I wanted to find a school where if I was just there as a student, I would be happy. Oh, good. Um, and, and regardless of, you know, everything with your transfer and everything, it had to be pretty sweet to dust PC for your last ever hockey East game. Yeah, it was, I mean, I felt bad. I like I played with some of the girls on that team um, and it's, always an emotional game whenever I play them, but I mean, I'm not mad that we won, but I, I right. do feel bad. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Um, like we said, when I was at practice, the one thing that stand, stood out to me, and I've mentioned this to every, every player that's been on um, the enthusiasm that you guys have for each other at practice. It's, it's a really, it's a rare thing with any, any team at any level. Um, I don't know if you want to speak to that, like the way you guys support each other. I mean, hooting and hollering for every goal that everyone scores at practice. It's, it's phenomenal. I've never had it. I've never been around an atmosphere like that. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. And it's a testament to everybody that's been on the team before. Um, They've done a great job creating a culture, especially with such a big team, like, not everybody gets to be in the lineup, which is unfortunate because you want everyone to be there. But so I think then it's like, okay, how can you make the best of the time that you do have together when everybody's there? Um, and like the coaches, I mean, you know, Carp, like he's always laughing and, and funny and making jokes, but so it's, it's always a really good time. If it's, if the vibes are down, like we did something wrong. <laughs> It's funny you say that about Carp. Is uh, after the Beanpot game, when you were doing the press, once you left, it was mm-hmm. Coach Flint, and uh, I asked him. I asked him uh, that he was. There was a rumor that he was going to go uh, guns out in board shorts on beach night, and I asked him if we were going to see that attire again for another game. And as soon as I raised my hand, he just started laughing because he knew it was going to be something ridiculous. And poor Delaney turned around and like faced the wall. So. Yeah, yeah, it's he's, good vibes all around. I he's think. uh he's like deceptively funny. Like yeah. he's obviously very reserved. So when he does like say things like that are joking, it's always really funny. <laughs> yeah, it hits a little harder. I get you. <laughs> um, so you wore number fifteen at PC and now twenty one at Northeastern. Any significance to the numbers? Um, not really. I was okay. always fifteen growing up. Um, but then Mia Brown had it here, so my options were like 21 or like 78, like oh. something ridiculous. Cause he was like, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. Like they were all taken. So, um, I don't know. It was like, seemed like a good fit. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you too, at during the rivalry series, when you went out, uh, I, the, for this, what was that in December? Was it December when you went out? November, I think. November. Okay. During your break. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed uh, you didn't want to ask Hillary Knight for 21. Let her keep no, it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to ask about that series because, listen, no, no, uh, you pat yourself on the back. They won all three games while you were there. But mm-hmm. um, that last, I don't, I think it was the Seattle game. You guys won and Knight was on the ice and they had the goalie pulled, Canada did. 
And at the final horn, she kind of just slid the puck into the empty Canada net and then mm-hmm. had to go all the way down ice through some very irate Canadian players. Is that something that you guys all notice, or is that just something that you were just like, you were so absorbed with the win, it just was... Yeah, I mean, everybody was making fun of her, but she was like, oh, I didn't even hear... Like, <laughs> I think she said, like, I didn't hear the buzzer because it was so loud, but yeah. I, mean, I thought it was, it was like, great. The first time they had swept, like, beat Canada three games in a row, so I think they were everybody was kind of like feeling good about themselves. So I don't think she thought much about it. I thought it was a great play. I thought, I, I, I thought it was great. Um, do you have any pregame superstitions or rituals that you want to share? You don't have to just out of curiosity. Um, These are the hard hitting journalism questions we ask here. Not really. Like I always get smoothies for Gwen and I, um, and then I just like meditate, but nothing weird. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask you about, uh, Alina handing over the MVP trophy to you. I, I talked to her about it as well. And she confessed to us that she had no idea she was going to do it until they handed her the trophy. <laughs> How taken aback were you at that moment? I remember being there for that. And I was like, what is happening? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I was shocked and like, didn't want it. <laughs> um, just because I think she, you know, last year, um, like she was injured and then she was at the Olympics. So like being able to come back and perform big for us was huge. Um, and she doesn't ever like the recognition that she gets. So I think um, I was kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that was basically what she said. She, she, when she was on, she talked about how she felt you carried the uh, team while she was away. And that you deserved it more than her, was her, her comments. Well, it, I mean, it was hard without her, but like, I'm a benefactor of when she is back. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. She's she never takes any recognition. <laughs> um, speaking of Alina, you had a role in the short film Alina Mueller's Day Off. Uh, had you seen the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off at least? Yeah, yeah, okay. but they hadn't. Chloe and Alina have not. I yeah. they, I doubt they've seen it. Yeah. I think Alina said she had, and she thought that Ferris seemed kind of mean, is what she told me. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I, maybe there's a translation thing. <laughs> All right. Well, I forget how young you guys are, and I'm like, what do you mean you've never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yeah. Um, and then you <laughs> had your own before the bean pot about losing your dog. Yeah. Who, how did that come about? Um, Delaney and Pearl, who's like our primary video director, but they just always come up with these crazy ideas. And I'm always like, yeah, like whatever you guys want to do. Game. <laughs> um, so it was, it was funny. Uh, and it's like right on par with mode. Um, like that's something she would probably do. <laughs> Can I ask, did, did Irving have any idea that there was something going on filming? Or no. was she just, yeah, I Neither did Abby. I didn't think so. That was so funny. Um, I talked to some of your teammates, and uh, some of the things I got to describe you, uh, tough cookie was one phrase. Yeah. Uh, you were called the sheriff, how you held you hold people accountable. Yeah. Uh, tenacious, competitive, and kind, which that was nice. And then Coach Carp said that uh, you were speedy. 
was his. <laughs> oh, that's fun. He fun. told me the backstory. He said you get a chuckle out of that. Uh, I think I think those are uh, those are good complimentary things that you know. I think it goes well with you guys. All seem to mesh together personality wise, and I think it's it's a pretty pretty even like filled out group. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely the most blunt of the group. Like, I don't. Not that I don't care what people think, but it's like, all right, I'm a pretty straight shooter, so I'm just gonna say it how it is. Telling you, buddy, it's going with the valedictorian thing. That's what it is. It's all right there. You just don't suffer fools. I get it. Uh, all right. So speaking of the team, here's the quick hits for the team. Okay. All right. So you know you guys have the the game day fits, right? The walk-in yeah. stuff. Who's the biggest fashion plate on the team? Willie Brazes. Brazes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the big, we should just call this the Tess award memorial question. Who's the biggest on ice chirper on the team? Uh, probably Lily Ovatich. Oh, okay. Um, is there someone that always keeps the team loose in like a tense moment? Someone who cracks a joke? Um, Lily Brazis probably. She's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, someone that fires everyone up too. Gets the group going. Um, fires everyone up. I mean, Alina does that a lot. Like, just as captain, she's very like she has to be very vocal. Okay. Uh, who makes you better by going against them in drills at practice? Oh God! Like the whole team, like Novitich, <laughs> Alina, Chloe, Carter, um, Tori, Mariano. Oh, Mariano crushed someone the last game. That was awesome. And the refs, someone poked, I think, poked at at, at Phillips. And then Mariano, oh, yeah, just, yeah. Mariano just crushed him. And the ref was like, oh, F yeah. around and find out, I guess. The refs completely <laughs> let that one go. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, who has the best hands on the squad? Probably Peyton Anderson or Irving. Okay. Uh, this is a new question. Because it's unbelievable to me. You guys can be in the tensest situation, 1-1 game, hockey's championship, media timeout, and they're playing music, and half the team is dancing. <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. It just shows you guys all are like killers with the ice water in the veins. Who would you say is the best dancer on the on the team? Kate Holmes. Oh, all right. Uh, one person on the squad that you need, no matter the time, place, or location, who are you going to call? Willie Shannon. Oh, all right. And then this is the last one of the team ones. Loose puck in the corner, and you and Coach Carp go in. Who's coming out with the puck? Me. <laughs> it's It kills me how the only person that was somewat polite about this was uh, Alina and Chloe. Well, they were both foreign. Yeah, exactly. And the funny thing was when I asked Frankel, I said it differently. I'm like, oh, Coach Carp tells me that he can't shoot on you in practice because it, it demoralizes you. And she he got does mad. have a bomb. But she got mad. She was like, oh, did he say that? And I was like, <laughs> oh, just kidding. It was, it was supposed to be lighthearted. But yeah, everybody else has answered the same way. So I like that. All right. Here's the lightning round for you. Okay. Uh, favorite cartoon character? Uh, Snoopy. Oh, all right. Uh, do you go laces, tongues in, or out? In. Out is just bad style. You can tell Irving <laughs> I said that. <laughs> uh, which emoji do you use the most? Uh, probably the heart. Okay. 
Uh, do you have a celebrity or do, have you, or do you have a celebrity crush? Uh, not really. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, besides Matthews, your favorite and least favorite rinks that you've played in. Uh, okay. Least favorite main. Ah, uh, Chloe said the same thing. Um, most favorite. I like BU. Okay. I don't like the locker room situation, but they always have like their good band and the rink's small enough that it looks like we're getting a good amount of fans. Okay. So, yeah. um, what's your go to pizza topping? Pepperoni. Okay. Uh, do you go black tape or white? And do you go heel to toe or toe to heel? Black tape, heel to toe. Okay. Uh, guilty pleasure TV show or your most recent binge? I don't really watch TV, but. Um... Or you can do recent movie. That's what we did with Chloe because she doesn't watch a lot of TV either. Recent movie? I don't even know. Uh, I went to see the new Black Panther with Abby. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It was sad the way they had to do the whole thing yeah. with Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, it was tough. Um, so, all right. So, with movies, if they were making the Maureen Murphy story, who would play you in the movie? Who would you pick to play you? Oh, God. Um... Trying to think of a last an actor with the last name Murphy. <coughs> I don't know. I'd probably pick, like, my sister. Oh, there you go. <laughs> give, yeah hey give her the big dough get the movies um do you have a current nhl player that you kind of watch or one that reminds you of the way you play or someone you try to pattern your game after um i really like johnny goudreau oh okay yeah he buzzes around speedy yeah. right there you well, go he's a lot faster <laughs> um stark venture cut okay pancakes waffles french toast Start pancakes, cut waffles, and end friendships. Okay. Uh, your favorite pastime, not hockey related? Uh, I like to go try new coffee shops. Oh, okay. Do you have a standard shop. coffee order? Um, usually an Americana. Okay. Um, you have a the Maury Murphy Music Festival. Okay. Any three <laughs> bands or artists, living or dead? Who are you choosing? Um, Cage the Elephant. They're all like alternative, but um, Chelsea Cutler and um, Quinn 92. Okay. Uh, last one. Most famous person in your phone that you could reach out to. You, we're not going to ask you to reach out to them. But somebody uh, could. probably like Kendall or Kendall Coyne or Hillary. Perfect. Oh well, yeah, those are both very famous. <laughs> well, that's it. That's that was easy. This is the the morning skate with grad student Maureen Murphy ahead of the NCAA game versus Yale on Saturday. ESPN Plus, right? I believe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Three p.m. puck drop. I'm hoping as long as there's no snow, I'll be there. Cool. Uh, and yeah, nothing but the best. Thanks a lot, Murph. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. All right. Well, that's it. For us. 
We'll see you later. Oh, I got to hit end.